When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Time now, though, for Over and Under. It's time to play Overs and Unders with Kane Corns for Temper, a mattress like no other. For those new to it, it is where we get our man Johnny to read out a statement and we got to decide whether it will be over or under that statement. What's he got for us today? Bend it around enough. It's across the face. King has taken a monster three metres out from goal. Another compressed mark in a, in a six-pack this time. From four metres out, goal. And the Saints have a star on the rise. During the week, Essendon legend Matthew Lloyd said St Kilda Max King was capable of kicking 50 goals plus this year. King will kick 35 goals, over or under. Three goals last night. Gee, I love this player. He's um, The excitement's worth it because once he fills out, he's going to be something pretty special. Um, and St Kilda are lucky that they've got him. Three goals last night. As I said, he kicked 22 goals from his 18 games last year. Will he kick 35 this year? I don't think so. I'm going to go the under. I don't think um, he'll get anywhere near the 50 that Lordo is is suggesting. He will get there in time, but I don't think that is this year. There's got to be a stat for drop marks in the competition, and I reckon Max and Charlie Dixon would be at the top of the tree for drop marks. If he can somehow find a way to be a bit surer with his hands in the marking contest and contested situations, then perhaps 50 is realistic. But right now, he's probably sitting somewhere between that 28 to 34 goal range to be extremely specific. Saints fans, what do you reckon? 35 goals or under for Max King. What is number two? Danaher squeezed and found the path and kicked the goal. Joey is back in a big way. Four goals to Joe Danaher. Mark Robinson had Joe Danaher at 26 in his Herald Sun Top 50 AFL players. Should he be over or under that ranking? Well, that's easy, isn't it? Joe Danaher isn't the 26th best player in the game right now. In fact, he's probably not top 100. Is he on on evidence and what he has done in the last oh, four seasons? Now potential, and I'm not exactly sure the criteria for Robbo's top fifty. Whether it's by the end of the year will they get to that ranking, or whether it is right now? If it's right now, he's he's nowhere near that. So four games last year, he kicked three goals from those four games. Now in the the little write up in the Herald Sun where Robbo had. Him at 26, he said from four matches last season, Danaher rated elite for marks, contested marks, forward 50 marks. Well, he played four games and kicked seven goals. And what did he kick? Was it four of those in one game against Essendon? So, no, 26 is far too high.
for Joe Danaher. 0433981116 is a temper text. What do you reckon? Where does he sit amongst the game's best? Time for number three. Made the footy his own, Cripps. The one-two with Betts. He runs to 50. He's not sure what to do. He takes on the responsibility and he finishes. That's better from the Blues skipper. Mark Robinson had Patrick Cripps the number seven best player in the competition. That is over or under where he should be. Well, this is an interesting one, Patrick Cripps, number seven. And you look at it and you think, well, Cripps is seven. That, that's about right. Or, you know, Patrick Cripps, um, number seven is about right. But look look a little bit closer to it. Patrick Cripps played every game last year and he finished ninth in a club best and fairest that didn't play finals. You can't be the seventh best player in the competition if you finish ninth in your own club best and fairest and it wasn't a successful team. So if you finish ninth in a premiership winning team in the best and fairest and you perhaps miss five games through injury, you finish ninth, well, no worries. But he finished ninth. And I just think he needs to be more influential on games. He kicked seven goals for the season last year, Patrick Cripps. He had nearly 200 more handballs than he had kicks. He needs to be more influential on games of footy. And perhaps we have overrated. That's a, it's, a, it's a big call, but perhaps we have overrated the actual output that Patrick Cripps have. We love the way he goes about it. We respect him. Um, I certainly respect him for the heavy lifting he's done with no help around him at the Carlton Footy Club. But Blues fans, he finished ninth in your own club, best and fairest. He cannot be the seventh best player in the competition. So he should have been over that ranking. What's number four? Believe it. Step one, step two, and step three is kick the goal. How to kick a goal, Australian rules football style. How to kick your first from Jake Lever. Melbourne Jake Lever signed a three-year contract extension during the week, which expires at the end of 2024. That is over or under what he should have got. I would have thought over. I don't, uh, I don't see the urgency to sign Jake Lever to a three-year deal. These fans, Max Gorn got a four-year contract. I can certainly understand that, Max Gorn, but... Jake Lever, a three-year deal now. I would have probably waited till the, the the last third of the season before I made a call on that, considering the injuries that he's had. So I reckon that one's over. You know, a one or two-year deal would have been fair for Jake Lever. And the last one is... Didak plays on. They try and get him in a uh, a Shepherd arrangement back-to-back. Oh, look at the Collingwood boys tackling. Look at the Collingwood boys. They're in him. What's up with them on top of you, Jakey? It's a group drawing, and Jake is being pounded into. Well, Everyone on the ground's in the fight here. And the ball footy's still going, Brian. They've called and, play on. It's and, bouncing around in the middle of it all. There's 15 fights going on. James Brayshaw will team up with Brian Taylor and replace Bruce McAvaney in the Channel 7 commentary team for the early part of the season. We should have our TV volume turned up to only 40% over or under. Oh, that's harsh. No, I'm over. I think that is an excellent team. I, I know he's polarising. Let's start with BT. But I'm a BT fan. I think he is outstanding for the game. And I do like his work on Channel 7. And equally, I like the work of James Brasher. I think those two have excellent, um, what's the word, chemistry. And I think they'll do a fine job. And I think the role that Hamish will play as host and 
JB and BT, to use a few nicknames, which I don't often like to do, will do a good job. So I will have my TV volume turned up over 40%. Thank you very much, Johnny. one 736 736 Can we quickly get to just a couple of your calls? Let's go to uh, who we got on the line. It is John is on the line. What do you think of my over and unders, Johnny? Yeah, pretty good. Um, the one I was interested in was Max King. I reckon he's going to kick more than 35 goals because I watched that match last night and with the new standing, the mark rule, I think all the key forwards are going to kick a lot more goals. And I think, personally, I think the AFL needs to adjust that rule already because the players on the mark are just a lame duck. They can't, they can't do anything. They can't move sideways. They can't jump up and down. They can't move backwards. I think there should be sort of like a one-metre area that they're allowed to manoeuvre within. And if you go sideways outside a metre, then pay a 50. But otherwise, the players should still be able to do something and put players off when they're kicking for goal, etc. Or it'll just be a goal fest for everyone and the games are going to be very long. It was last night. And does high scoring make for a great game? I would say no. And didn't the footy go for for a long period of time? And, you know, there's, there's clearly... If you're looking at a pendulum, there's a there's a spot there that the AFL are looking at. You wonder with all the rules that they've changed and not just this new stand one, which is topical, but even the interchange cap, the 10-metre protected zone, which they've brought in, the starting positions, which they've brought in in recent years. Has that pendulum swung too far? So we will get go too far the other way. Uh, I'm not sure, and I'm not sure exactly how to orchestrate it so it sits where it needs to sit, but... If we saw footy like we did last night for the whole season, everyone that's been screaming out for high-scoring footy is going to say, this is rubbish. This is the NBA all-star game where no one cares and no one defends, or it's the state of origin game for bushfire relief when no one defended and no one cared. You'd quickly lose interest in the game if it happens that way. But the AFL's made their bed on that one. Let's go to Marty. Over and under, Marty, which one caught your attention? Yeah, okay, no, quick comment on all of them. Uh, Kingy, if he plays 20 games plus, will kick over 35. Same reasons. They're trying yep. to get more and more goals in the game. Uh, Chris and Danaher, overrated. Danaher's had one big season. Chris is very consistent, skill-wise average. Can't be in the top 10 players. Uh, what was the other two? The other two was Jake Lever's contract. There was uh, Joe Danaher. There was Brian Taylor and BT. Um, and... Um, first one, Lever. yeah, the first one was, yeah, Max King. Yeah, JT Lever. Yeah, you probably got to give him a couple of year contract, but not a big dollars, just a good coin. And, uh, yeah, BT and James, they'll get into each other. There'll be some stupid moments, there'll be some funny moments, but you're going you're gonna to watch them, you're going to listen to it. Yeah, you'll be entertained. And, you know, I want to, I, I want to I turn on the footy, I want to be informed, and I want to be entertained, and I want to watch the game. Now, Regardless of who was commentating, I'd watch um, the footy. So I, I don't tune into the footy on Channel 7 on a Friday night or to Foxtel when they do a game and turn off if there's a commentary team that I don't rate. So we're going to watch it regardless. I think those two will, will, do, a, will do a pretty good job. Uh, will it be Bruce McAvaney and Dennis Committee? No, it won't. But they'll, they'll do a good job. Andy's on the road. G'day to you, Andy. Hey, Kane. Before I, uh, we discuss Danaher... Um, I've worked out a bit of a glitch, and if it is BT and um, um, what's his uh, side show, Bob, yeah, Brayshaw, I've worked it out. If you listen to SCN on the app, there is the same delay 
as there is on the uh, on the uh, Channel Seven coverage on a Thursday or Friday night. So that would be what was your over and under? Forty percent on TV volume. Okay, I only need one button: mute, and then listen to SEN. That's my that's that's I cannot listen to people screaming at me when I'm watching footy. I don't want if I want the people screaming at, at me, I listen to my kids. Yeah, well, that's, that's the ideal situation. Um, and, I mean, if, without being biased, if you're lining up the two commentary teams of, of what SEN and AFL Nation's coverage will, will deliver for you on a Friday night, and if it's Jared and Hutto, Hutto which I assume it will be with Gary Lyon, then you're not going to get any better than that. So if you can find out a way to, to mute Channel 7 and have the AFL Nation call team in SEN, then all power to you. If I could work it out, I'd do it. Peter is in... Preston, get out of you, Pete. Yeah, Kane, how many concussions did you have when you played, mate? Only one. What, what have I done now? Well, there's something clearly you need some tests, mate, because you come out and say that about Patrick Cripps, there's something wrong with you, mate. Let me tell you. Well, well did, I, did I not make a fair argument, Peter? He he finished ninth in your own club, Best and Ferris, as rated by the coaches. He played every game and he finished ninth. Can, can you be the the seventh best player in the competition if you're not even the seventh best player for any one season at your own club? You might want to go back 12 months previously when he won the AFL Players MVP by a record margin. Clearly played injured last year with a shoulder and other injuries and if you come out and say that, it just shows that um, you don't know much about it, Kane, to be quite honest. That's fair. It's a, it's a, it's a opinion business, Pete. Um, but I would take up your, your argument with the coaches at the Carlton Footy Club who ranked him ninth in a team that didn't even play finals. And I think the best midfielders in the competition now have the ability to go forward and impact forward. Um, and so let's you know, line up the amount of score involvements and impact on the scoreboard that Dangerfield and Martin and Petrarca and Lockie Neal had over someone like Cripps who doesn't kick the ball. I mean, he had 150 kicks last year. So... He's, I'm not saying he's not capable of being the seventh best player in the competition, but there's some adjustments in his game that needs to be made to make sure that he has the impact that he should be having on games. Anthony is on the line. G'day to you, Anthony. Kane, good morning, mate. I'm going to back Peter up in exactly the same as what he said, and you're right, it's an opinion game. And um, Yes, Cripps was definitely down on his form last year. Anyone, anybody and everybody knows that, mate, but you put Cripps into Richmond's team and he'll have his free Norm Smiths. You put him into the Geelong team and he'll have a couple of premierships there, mate. You put him into Port Adelaide and he'll have those players that you're dreaming of. He has carried that club for the last half a dozen years and he was playing 50% fit last year. It was a down year. Yes, Kane, yes, but he is definitely in the best five plays. And the reasons why his handballs are so high, mate, he's getting tackled by free opponents every single contest, every single stoppage, every single play. They're hanging off him, mate. The bloke's a superstar. Put him in a good team, and he'd be the best play we've ever seen. Yeah, I respect him. I, res- I absolutely respect him for the, the work that he has done solo in that midfield for a, a long period of time now. Um, but he averages 0.4 of a goal per game. Um, and he averages nine kicks a game. So he, he handles the ball too much for me, and you saw the adjustments Lockie Neal made in his game where he came out publicly and said, I want to use my legs more. I want to kick the ball more. He was, he was a handballer, Lockie Neal, and he doesn't have the weapons that Cripps has, but Lockie Neal was breaking from stoppage. He was having shots on goal. He was kicking the ball more. His metres gained was up, and he wins a Brownlow medal. Uh, Cripps is absolutely capable of that, but he can't do it 
having nine kicks and 0.4 of a goal per game. Patrick Dangerfield um, averages just under 13 kicks and 1.1 goals a game over a long, long period of time. So he's not at that level, um, in my opinion. But I appreciate your thoughts. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.